Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Thursday, February 10th, 2022. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Thursday, that can mean only one thing. The Midwest is still covered in snow, and Steve Wolfong is still the director of recruiting for 24-7 sports and located in the state capital of Indiana. Steve, how are you this fine morning? Hey, good morning, Daniel. Snow disappearing. Roads are very drivable. Sending those spirits down I-70 through Dayton all the way to Columbus. It's Super Bowl weekend, and everybody loves living in a world where the Super Bowl is after National Signing Day and not before. And I'm thankful for the NFL for adding that extra week to the season so it'll never be an issue again in my life. That feels like a Wilt Fongian statement. I'm not sure anybody else faces the same trials and tribulations like yourself, but the Super Bowl is, of course, a topic we will cover. It is a big deal here in the state of Ohio. We are just down the road from Cincinnati and Jolton Joe Burr taking care of business, as well as Sam Hubbard and Von Bell and Eli Apple, et cetera. So we will get to that. Steve will make a Super Bowl pick. Those of you waiting to wager may want to hear what he has to say. Another guy we want to hear what he has to say will be on February 17th, and that guy is Luke Montgomery. Two-way lineman, star class of 2023 prospect from Finley, Ohio. We expect him to play offensive line in college. It's been a classic Midwest battle between Ohio State, Notre Dame, and Michigan. Do you expect Ohio State fans to receive good news on February 17th when it comes to Luke Montgomery? Luke Montgomery going to announce his college decision on CBS Sports HQ on February 17th, as you said. And he was one of the first prospects to emerge nationally, certainly in the Midwest. So he's a prospect that's been able to build relationships with schools for a long time now, been on a lot of these campuses four, five, six times, been to most of them at least twice as finalists, Clemson, Michigan, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Penn State, Oklahoma. My 24-7 sports crystal ball is on the Buckeyes for Luke Montgomery. I think that... It's a school that uh, excites him for a lot of reasons. The new hiring of Justin Fry, also uh, an exciting factor uh, for Ohio State at the point of attack. So I like where Ohio State stands going into this announcement. He would be a big big pickup for any of these programs. I mean, you're talking about one of the more relentless, quick-twitched players at the point of attack in the country. He's a prospect that some schools coveted on the defensive line. You know, He's obviously a two-way standout at Finlay. He's explosive. His get-off, he's twitchy. Uh, He can get out in front and block. He can run. He can pull. Uh, He's ferocious. He's strong. And and then he's still developing physically, too. I think there's still a lot of growth uh, to be had there. But just love everything about him as a prospect. Love the way he moves, change of direction, ability. Uh, um, He's got a lot of traits there. And it's uh, obvious why he was so coveted and and like the way it's lining up for Ohio State as they put together Uh, the beginnings of what's going to shape up to be another terrific recruiting class. Got to lock up the in-state stars. I mistakenly said in last week's show that Finley was near the border of Ohio and Michigan. It's about 45 minutes south, an hour south. 
So not close enough to be contaminated into making a bad decision, which is nice. Here's another guy that has popped up. I guess part of the reason I'm discussing him is one, Bill Curlick rarely gushes over prospects. And Tackett Curtis has a video that really any football fan, really MMA fans would probably like this video. I said to you off the air, he reminds me of Antoine Winfield Sr. Not the same position, but it seems like he has cement in his pads. This is a middle linebacker from Louisiana. You wouldn't expect Ohio State to be able to go into a state like Louisiana and realistically have a chance for pulling a star prospect out of there. But his uncle's his coach. Jim Knowles is into it. Do you think Ohio State has a realistic shot at Tackett Curtis and am I being too hyperbolic about his video? No, we've seen we've seen Ohio State not recruit the state of Louisiana year in and year out, but Tackett Curtis is a fit at Ohio State. He's a fit in the Big Ten and he's looking hard at those Big Ten programs. And I believe he was the first prospect that Coach Knowles went and saw with that Ohio State logo on his golf shirt. And he went down there a couple of times to see this hard hitting tone setting football player uh, from many Louisiana, you know, and, and, and Tackett Curtis, he's instinctive, he's rangy, and he arrives with a thud. He's a, he's a ball magnet. He's a playmaker. He's visited Michigan a few times. They've had some changes on, on their staff, uh, obviously a defensive coordinator. He's been to Wisconsin a few times. I know he likes, I know he's been to Arkansas a few times as well. Uh, but Ohio State, it, it, this looks like a young man that the Buckeyes are really going to be invested in, and, and I think that they're going to have a chance at him as well. Um, he's, a, he's a kid that um, has had a keen eye on the Big Ten, and, and Ohio State's been the class of the conference for the last decade or so. Any of you who remember the way Cade Stover was utilized as a high school player, when you ask what position he played, there really isn't a good answer because Tackett Curtis, Cade Stover, they basically put them in the middle of the field, kind of between where a safety and a linebacker would line up. And then the ball snapped and they just chased down and annihilate people. I know we've hyped up this video, but if you like tackling. No, he's violent. It's, it's awesome. Like I said, I cut up a picture for Bill that I sent to him where he takes on a lead blocker, hits him so hard, the lead blocker's foot goes above Tackett Curtis's head. All right, Tackett. He takes great angles to the football. Yeah. You know, he just knows how to play the game in addition yeah. to his physical gifts. He just looks to me like a classic Big Ten middle linebacker at some point. So let's hope that Jim Knowles can pull that off. That would be incredible. All right, one more guy I want to discuss. We did a story the other day on Carnell Tate. Mark Porter went over his offer. We haven't talked about Carnell as much lately. He's been, he was offered last April, if I'm not mistaken. The number one receiver, according to the top 247. Mark Porter's review of him said that he kind of fits the Brian Hartline mold. You saw guys like Garrett Wilson in high school. How would you compare Carnell Tate at this stage to Garrett Wilson at a similar stage? They had similar rankings. Well, Carnell Tate's our number one receiver in the country. I've seen seen him practice at IMG, seen him play at IMG. So smooth with the elite ball skills. He can separate just a really good route runner. And uh, um, I think the thing that really stands out is the way he catches the football. It just makes the position look easy. Uh, he's a big play waiting to happen. He's a cerebral guy. Um, and uh, obviously Ohio State's prioritized him for a long time. There was a time where it looked like they were the overwhelming favorite. Maybe he was even close to jumping in the fold, but you know, he's certainly looking and talking to other schools. You know, Notre Dame's trying like hell. Been to Tennessee a few times. All the all the major powerhouses. But Ohio State's done a good job recruiting him, and we'll see how it continues to go. We're going to take a quick break, come back, 
more with the great Steve Wolfong. All right, we are back. This may be wishful thinking, but I'm going to ask you this until you probably give me the answer I want. Michigan, despite beating Ohio State for the first time in eons, I don't know what the heck they're doing there with their staff. Defensive coordinator off to the Ravens. Offensive coordinator off to the U. Is Michigan in trouble recruiting-wise because of this? What do you think of their staffing now? Please assess that team up north for us. I think that Michigan coming off a college football playoff appearance, they're going to have some guys hear their names called early in the NFL draft again. And Michigan's had a lot of success in the NFL draft under Coach Harbaugh. They've made some really nice additions to their staff as well. I think that Michigan is going to be just fine from a recruiting standpoint. They got a good, and they got the number six class in the country early on with some good players in the fold. They're in the mix for some key targets moving forward. I, I think that, you know, losing, losing Mike McDonald and Josh Gaddis, those guys were engaged recruiters on the trail from the coordinator perspective. So, you know, we'll see how um, coach Minner and, and coach Weiss carry themselves from in that regard, but you know, I think Michigan's in on some guys, and, and, and the school has a lot going for it. And they all—they've always recruited well, even when they haven't played to the standards that people think Michigan can play to. Speaking of schools up north, Michigan State has a top five recruiting class as of now. Do you believe they can sustain that? Well, for them, you're just trying to sustain a top twenty class, right? And recruit guys that fit your culture, guys with upside that can come in and compete with. Ohio State and, and, and Michigan year in and year out. You know, that's uh, that's kind of the Mark D'Antonio recipe of, of getting guys with high upsides with chips on their shoulders and developing them. Omel Tucker's rec- from, a, from a recruiting ranking standpoint, Omel Tucker's got a higher ceiling than, than uh, uh, Coach D'Antonio and those guys did. But, you know, we'll see what kind of success that equates to down the road. It, it, it equated to 11 wins this past year with a really good transfer portal hall. But they want to build this program through the prep ranks. That's the foundation that they want to have. That's what all the great football teams do. They had a top 25 class last year. They're in the top 10 this year. So you got to love the trajectory of Michigan State football on the recruiting trail right now. Yeah, I think you have to say thus far, they have taken advantage of the transfer portal in a positive fashion, almost more than any other team. No one did it better than last year. Jim Knowles woke up. Jim Knowles woke up. Coach Curtis down at Many High with the text this morning. So the Buckeyes are, are this zeroed morning. in on uh, Tech this morning. Today, this is a live update. That's what you call good timing for the BM Five. And in case you missed that, Tackett Curtis's coach woke up this morning with a text from Jim Knowles, which means sticktuitiveness is in effect. Also in effect, we discussed at the Super Bowl. I am legally obligated to ask you who will win because this is a sports show that originates in the United States of America. Bengals, Rams. Rams are your favorite, but the Bengals have Joe. Your thoughts? As much as I would like the Bengals to win this game, it's hard to pick them with the way that the Rams defense is playing and the way that Burrow has been punished all year. I think he's been the most sacked quarterback in the NFL. And I think that the Rams uh, propose a, a major threat to get to the quarterback. And I, I mean, while I still expect the Bengals to make some plays, I would imagine Joe Burrow is going to be under duress even a little more than usual in this one with the likes of Aaron Donald and, and Von Miller and, you know, Ashawn Robinson and those guys bearing down on him. The Rams defense didn't play 
how they were capable of playing early in the season. But I think that they're obviously locked in late in the year. And uh, so I, I, I point to the Rams' defense and say that's the reason why the Rams are going to be the Super Bowl champs. I don't really have a strong vibe on this. I'm just simply going to pull for the Buckeyes. It was very cool down the stretch of the last game to see Sam Hubbard and Von Bell make huge plays, and we are still claiming Joe Burrow. We appreciate Steve stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Take care, y'all. See you on the front row.